really good news for you both. What? Um, I have not broken any bones in my foot. Good. Well but I have fractured four of them. Is there a difference? <laughs> yes, there's no clean snaps. Oh, you got some like hairline fractures. Yeah. Man, mm. what actually happened? Can you run me through it? So, it was... I had just had a socially distanced picnic. And I, and I had been <laughs> drinking some wine and then some very nice damson porter that was given to me by a, an elderly member of the family. You're aware of how middle class you're sometimes coming across. I know, I know. You it's are crazy. the most middle class man I have ever met. In See, my it's life. funny because I managed to sound that way, but also never have any money in my bank account, which is like a really interesting <laughs> conflict. You know, I was walking home, I was carrying a till because I'm setting the till up for the coffee shop. And I also had my camera over my shoulder, and a cyclist came across the path very fast. I should point out, this was quite late at night, and he came like straight across. And just like, didn't like super hit me, but clipped me to the point where I was nearly dropping all of these things. And to save not dropping all of these things, I stepped directly sideways onto my foot. And like all of uh, my weight was just on the side of my foot very suddenly. And it hurt a lot. Cam See, nothing broke <laughs> because my foot had a bad time. Well, because your foot broke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You have the worst luck with your feet bones, mate. Yeah, my feet aren't great. Were any are any of the toes broken or is it just nah, upper bone? No, nah, it's the centre foot area. Wow, so you're working your way up. Yeah, uh, first well, you broke all ten toes at once. Yeah, next will be my ankle. Then... I'll snap an ankle at some point. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're gonna so... be like Flat Stanley by the time you're forty because all your bones will be mush. If I could slip into places like that, I would. Do you have brittle bone disease? I don't think so. <laughs> I hope not. How many bones have you broken? You're talking as if you've broken many bones. Well, all of my toes twice. What? I know. Wild. How, do you know how to walk? <laughs> Are you like stomping around? It's, it's, what? it's never been my fault. I want to be clear. You've broken all of your 10 toes twice. Yeah. 20 bones. No, 20, well, it's, it's, 10 bones, yeah. but twice. Yeah. Um, as a Wild. kid, I got a hairline fracture in my skull. Oh. And he has a hole in his lung, yeah. so Seb is the Swiss cheese of humans. But that's not a bone. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't come in here telling me that lungs are bones now. I'm not. Okay. I don't want to do that, because that's a horrible thought. That's just ribs. <laughs> you, you, mm. have, you thought, have you ever considered inflatable bones? No. Forever in Blue, a cinematic exploration, investigation, and celebration of Jeff Goldblum. Um, this is episode... 11? No, we just did 11. It's 12. It is 12. Ah. Well, yeah, it's 12, yeah. Film 18, Silverado. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, God. Fuck, man. Jeff Goldblum plays Slick. Slick or, or Calvin Sandhope. Yeah, both <laughs> fantastic names. Can I just point out that in his last film, he was randomly a cowboy. And now in this Ooh. film, he and is a cowboy. He was wearing sheepskin chaps in the last film. In uh, 
in Bonsai. Buckaroo Banzai. Buckaroo Banzai. And this one, he was wearing like fur all over his torso. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like how you pronounced that. No, I didn't. That's why. <laughs> that's what the delay was about. I was. I was gonna come at you and like insult your. I was gonna. Uh, uh, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> so I just didn't like the inflection. Um, also, okay. So Silverado is. Yeah, Seb. Can you please tell me because I have absolutely no idea yeah, what happened on, Seb, for the last tell us two what, hours. Tell us the plot of Silverado. Silverado is a western. Let's Keep get that straight. Kid. Is it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it tries to be. Um, and it's about standard cowboy western things in that it's half a revenge story, it's half a pretty woman who loses a husband and needs a, needs, with a positive uh, quote marks, needs a new man. And... Missed that storyline entirely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Is she, it's, it's about another brotherly case... love. Sorry. It's another, another film where you have the only woman who talks as if she has a, a man who has a hand up her butt and is controlling her like a puppet and telling yeah. her what to say, That's whispering in point, her ear. At one point she even says like, uh, the, the, I was talking about how pretty the landscape is. And then she's like, one day I'm not going to be pretty, but this land still will be. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's just bad. No, Liam, you're wrong. Like me and my few, my friends, that's all we, we talk about. We <laughs> stand there. About how much time you have left looking before out you're ruined. Into the, into the landscape. Like contemplating our own mortality and and worrying about the fact that we're so unlovable because you, one day our you know you will be soiled in the patriarchs' eye. <laughs> we'll be droopy and old and unbangable, and then we're not women anymore. Beth, and that's it's very such subjective. <laughs> there are people who uh, are very uh, yeah. into it. As 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 people get older, some would say they mature like wine. I'm this is an action comedy. Watching this movie, <laughs> it does. Nowhere in IMDb does it list this as a comedy. I was looking for that. It's it's a comedy. I the thing a I read. Comedy. The thing I read is that it's an action comedy, and there are some jokes in it. They're not good. I missed. Can you all remember jokes. any of the jokes? Because I can't. So the first, the first joke that got me was when uh, Kevin Klein's character is in the town, and he sees someone who is a bad guy to him, and he slaps the side of his. Uh, Wait his, to pick his up his gun. Can you please? I cannot believe that you have skipped over the fact that he was wearing butt flap pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, that's a joke. He was wearing butt flap pajamas. That's actually my first note on this film. To be fair, my first six notes tell a story of growing despair <laughs> over the <laughs> over the first half of this movie. It says, "Dude in butt flap pajamas slapping his butt because he thought his gun was there is great." This feels long at 20 minutes. Literally, none of this film is being absorbed. I wouldn't understand it any less if it was in Swahili. This was the film Lawrence Kasdan offered Kevin Cosner for cutting him out a big chill. This film is awful. I've been here for weeks. I've never not been watching this film. I can relate to all of that. So, I remember putting it on and it, how long? What's the runtime? Two minutes, 20? Two hours, 12. Yeah, two, two minutes, 20? Two hours, 12. Two hours. What did, I, did I say two minutes? Yeah, 20? I wish it was two minutes, 20. I wish it was two. I wish it was a short, a short, a mega snippet of the yeah. film, but it's not. It just goes on and on. And I genuinely, I, I put it on at 9 a.m. and at half one, I was still there. Yeah. Time no, that that's a, I that's almost exactly what I don't I did. understand. I don't understand what happened. But honestly, I put it on at night. <laughs> I swear to God, I think I maybe went to the toilet like a few times and made a few cups of tea. 
And it just went on and on. Man, I feel like this podcast is slowly cursing our lives. Oh, man. Do you want to to know something, actually? So, um, I... This film... I just didn't have much to say about this film, Mm. like critically, (laughs) as like a film viewer, as like an avid film viewer who watches and reviews films a lot. I could not, I just couldn't think of like things to say about this film. Um, And then that led me to uh, checking the runtime and then checking the runtime of all the films we've watched (laughs) and working out how long we've actually spent watching films. Oh man, why? And I want you guys to guess how long it's been. We're only so we've twelve watched... episodes in, and you're I know doing we're only that. twelve episodes in, but I just want to do this like every every few every quarter, every quarterly, <laughs> so quarterly review. This is our quarterly review. <laughs> so we're twelve episodes, and what eighteen films? I think. Don't just do the math, though. You have to do it based on like how you, the effect you think it's affected your life, basically. Oh, I've been doing this since I was born. Yeah. What? what it feels like. Oh right. <laughs> so so the, okay. the turning point for me where this went from a fun thing to do into I've actually I've actually made a mistake here was when was when I watched Nashville a second time man that was like the third episode that was the first no, episode the sec- oh man that was the first episode yeah so that's that's <laughs> we did four films but we were doing four films an episode and episodes that's, one and two so that true. it did feel like a mistake yeah, doing absolutely. it then. easy breezy I want you guys to guess though how many minutes or how many hours do you reckon so can, can I guess that we've spent about oh oh I just got a very loud buzzing noise in my ear. It was a bit. It was a bit unsettling. Um, it was a D. I, I think we've it's watched. actually part B. He is the offspring <laughs> from B movie when Jerry Springer. No, Jerry Seinfeld as a B. Fucked that. Jerry woman. Springer as the B. Jerry Seinfeld. Who, oh, Jerry Seinfeld. Voiced the B in yeah. B movie and that is a good woman. film. Yeah, Seb's the offspring. Carry on, mate. Um, I'm gonna guess we've watched 32 hours of stuff. That was so close to my guess. What's your guess? I was gonna say 36. How do you guys do this? Seb, it was 33.25 hours. You are a mentalist. Yes. Do you want to know how many minutes it's been? How many minutes has it been? 1,995 minutes. And also something I worked out, I could have watched my favourite film of all time, Mars Attacks, 18 times in the time that I've given to this podcast. I'm going to go on record and say I don't like this bit. It's not even a bit. I just, I just thought. I know. I could, I'm just seeing far into the future now, <laughs> and you letting me know how much time I've wasted for the ten. In another ten episodes, episode every week. In another ten episodes, we are going to have spent nearly four thousand minutes watching oh, Beth, these bad eighties Jeff Goldblum films. Four thousand minutes. I don't feel good about this. Um, <laughs> this isn't going to help us get over the hump, okay? <laughs> We've got some really good films coming up, but the problem is... Know, yeah, we, we just are, need to get out of the mid-80s, because the mid-80s was a mistake in humanity. <laughs> it was so bad. It came, it gave us a lot of bad stuff, and then it went. Everyone in the 70s was on coke. This is a decade of cocaine deprivation on writers. What, what, even dr- <laughs> what drugs were they on in the 80s? Something big. Or were they not on drugs? Were they clean? Is that why it was so bad? Oh, man. Well, anyway... Um, can I? Can I don't I... want this to be such a depressing episode. <laughs> so, actually, that's a really good point. On the depressing front, I want to get oh. real for a second. Okay. Um, because even though that I do want to be a cowboy, baby, um, westerns. Hold on, hold on. Pause. Okay. Pause. Uh, how long have we been recording for? Uh, mine says fifteen minutes and ten seconds. Okay, because I made a note. I wanted to see how long it would take you to say, I want to be a cowboy baby. So I want to go on the record that it's been at least 13 minutes. 
into like a probably a forty-five minute episode. It took so to say that. Yeah. Sorry, you want you want to be a cowboy baby. Oh, Beth, do you not do you not do you not know the vine? I want to <laughs> be a cowboy guys... baby. <sighs> no, you know I don't pay attention to the internet. I know, but it was like five years ago. Two months. You should have been able to hear this because he was like a broken box walking around this house when Red Dead Redemption 2 came out. It's like, I want to be a cow. It was killing me. Wait, can you show me the vine? Because I feel very... Yeah, Liam, bring it, bring, get it up if you can. <laughs> okay. Give it giz a bit. I want to be a cowboy, baby. I want to be a cowboy, baby. I want to be a cowboy, baby. That's enough. Please turn it off. Um, That's yeah. just that is enough. Oh my god, it's so it's so loud. It's like it's, it's piercing my skull. It's loud enough that I can hear it to my end. And I think it's coming out of your headphones. Coming out of my headphones through my skull, like <laughs> seeping out of my pores and into the microphone. Horrible. Um, yeah, that was. I didn't awesome. need that injection. But of yeah, internet. so no, for real, I do have a, a relatively serious point in that I am someone that does quite enjoy a good western, western. even mm. though that westerns as a whole can be like a really inherently problematic thing. Yeah. They are problematic, but I I used to think that I liked them until I watched this film. And this film is a big nod to a lot of old westerns. But it does it, it all badly. Me, yeah. It does it badly, and it just made me realise that they're actually shit. <laughs> they're only good at being westerns, because westerns is, is such a specific genre full of such pastiche. But like when you take nice. out all of that, it, it's just not... It's not actually that entertaining. It's so you're only enjoying it because you're being reminded of how much it is, what mm. it is. Does that make any sense? It make, like, it, it is a Western. It makes sense explicitly for this film. I think there are fantastic Westerns out there. Um, Some of the old spaghetti Westerns yeah. with those old, like, Italian stars in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, They can be quite entertaining. And there, there's a fair argument that um, things like Tarantino's Django Unchained is a good Western. And I'm like... Okay, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Taking the genre Western and applying it uh, to a already established director who's known for other genres and allowing them to put their spin on a Western is always interesting. Like the um, Coen Brothers uh, vignettes that mm. were on Netflix not too like a couple uh, of years the, ago. Is that and the Ballad of no Buster Country, Scruggs? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. No the Country one. for Old Men is quite inspired by Western stuff as well. Yeah, Coen Brothers. This, and this is like a pretty mm. all-star cast, and it's still a bad film. Yeah. But... And they, I feel like they all lower their game. I feel like they were in a bad direction. <laughs> I thought Kevin Costner wasn't bad. So I, so I think there were two, there were two bright, beautiful lights for me, and one was right. Danny Glover because I love Danny Glover, and also Danny Glover is great. He looked, he looked real fly in that like kind of light pink jacket he was wearing. True. Um, and actually, I quite liked Kevin Klein in this. Oh yeah, um, the old, the old butt flat boy. Payton, yeah, butt flat boy. Mm. Um, and actually, I mean, I honestly don't know who who's good, who's not, who's right, who's wrong. <laughs> this film was passed over me like a mist. That's what I mean. It's hard to talk about. So, well, I so something I want to bring up is one of the first, actually, one of the first signs of like civilization we see in this film is a built is a shop that is run by one man that is both a gunsmith and a barber shop. He is cutting someone's <laughs> hair. While also having to sell a man a gun, he cuts the hair with the guns. I like that. Just he holds it up and just shoots the hair off. Oh, so we should point out the lead in this film is Scott Glenn, who we've yeah. seen before. Um, was 
Was he Buckaroo? No, that's Peter Weller. Fuck, they look the same. Um, no, because I think Scott Glenn, especially in this film, looks like a toddler playing dress up. <laughs> like I think I don't because he was it was he in the right stuff? I think he was in the right stuff. Yeah, he was in the right stuff. Yeah. Um, There's a lot me, of him from the right stuff. He here, just Kevin Klein he just looks like he's playing a cowboy in a bad like local theater production. Yeah, I don't think Scott Glenn can act. I've never seen him have any expression on his face other than stony. He yeah, that's true. He is good as sticks in that Daredevil series. Is that him? That's him. I've just had that like expanding brain meme happen to me. <laughs> I understand a lot more suddenly, but he sucks uh, in this. Yeah, he does. Jeff Goldblum's sideburns are pretty fucking strong. Though. Yeah. He's got these like fat right angles on his cheeks. So he's he, he looks good. He's not in this very much, but he does look great. How much do we get? Ooh, can I take a guess? Yeah, guess. Four minutes twenty six. I think less. How much less? Half half that. I reckon two minutes. Oh, Beth, you could have taken it home this time, but uh Liam, he was actually in it for four and twelve. Oh, was he really? Yeah, which is not very much. the The majority nah. of that time is when he's having a having a tussle before he gets stabbed at the end. He doesn't say much. He doesn't have much dialogue. No. Um, he says Every... he says something about having a a, a a lawful game in the saloon, and then he yeah, says, "Yeah, he wants to, he came to gamble." And yeah, that's it. He doesn't say much in this film. He does have a cool gun that he hides up his sleeve though i do like I'm that. very into that it's interesting that we haven't actually talked about the plot at all <laughs> oh, like yeah. the narrative because because i honestly if you were to ask me i could not tell you and i think that's almost maybe what the filmmakers were trying to get at because it felt like a series of short mm. snippets of things they just wanted to cover. It didn't really feel like a story from A to... Credit because there is a full synopsis of this. Oh, I'm sure there is a synopsis As in, available. like, that it's supposed to be... I think what I read on IMDb along the lines of, like, four strangers meet and try and right the wrongs of a, a town yeah. that they come across. But that's, like, that's not necessarily, like, the, the journey of the plot. That's mm. just kind of an overview of what happens. Yeah, yeah. You could like, could either of you actually explain I th- what, like, how they get? Seb probably could. I think he, I could. I think okay, he's go into on. This. So educate me. Many years before the film starts, five years before the film starts, <laughs> Scott Glenn's character shoots the father of a a powerful local family because he was trying to shoot Scott Glenn's brother, Kevin Costner, in the back. Right. Many years have passed. They have served their time in prison or whatever um, and they're coming back specifically Scott Glenn is coming back to rescue his brother from a prison he doesn't know he's in a prison he's just meeting him in a town but he gets him out of prison then they go on to the next town and meet his sister before they go on to California <laughs> to start a new life and on their way they meet uh, Kevin Klein who is a man with a dark past that we don't really know about but it's secretly a sweet guy, apparently. Um, and they also meet Mao, who is played by uh, Danny Glover, who is the... He plays the epitome of a bad version of the black cowboy. And, like, there is a really, like, well, well-documented history of cowboys that were not white. Um, and there's yeah. lots of better films and better stories about that particular mm-hmm. type of character than this film. Um, and his dad dies... And then they help a caravan of people get to a new town. And there's a woman that 
two of the men kind of fall in love with, but they kind of don't. And then there's a shootout and the film ends. I am. Um, I kind of want to applaud you, mate. I'm I so impressed. Absolutely sir. dumbfounded. How many times that. did you watch this film? Because I watched it 1.5 times I wa- and I didn't know any of that. I watched it once, absolutely wired on caffeine <laughs> this morning. <laughs> this I'm really impressed. Felt Thank like you. I was getting the life sucked out of me the longer that it was on. Like I honestly, I sat for a good 10 minutes after watching the film today, thinking about which whether I'd rather watch this or Nashville again. And I'd rather watch this again still. I'd rather watch Nashville. Yeah, I honestly can't decide. I think it's worse than Nashville. I think I'd rather rub dirt in my eyes than do either. So, at 48 (laughs) minutes, I did say, I feel like this film is about to end. Yeah! Was that as they... I had a very similar... It must have been around that same Around where they're splitting off with the caravan and there's like... Nice music. And they ride playing. off into yeah, the distance, right? the music comes up, and you're like, oh, thank fuck. And, and then, then suddenly there's another hour. And you're not even halfway through the film. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had, the, I had yeah. this. I had that moment. Pacing is all over the place. This film got nominated. The music for this film got nominated like a few times and won a couple of awards, I think. But I thought it was I mean, whack. Standalone, it's okay. But to fit this film, it makes no sense, I think. Like, there are points where it sounds almost like a Star Wars score. There's points where it sounds like a, a 60s like paranoia thriller kind of thing, but nothing yeah. Western like about it at all. Mm. It's, it's pretty but... like bargain bin knockoff John Williams. <laughs> yeah, completely, man. <laughs> and like, I'm sorry if the person who wrote this has gone on to do many great things, but this one wasn't one of them. No. I feel like there was more room for error in the 70s and the 80s. We've watched a lot of films by pe- people that... Um, went on to do really great things, but they were given like a chance, a few chances, and they they produced these films that just weren't very good and were a bit of an experimentation, a bit of an mm. amalgamation of all their different ideas and like um, collaborations. And now, like, just to get four grand to make a film, you have to have a serious yeah. like pitch and yeah. a serious team behind you. I just think everyone was on drugs, man. Yeah, but we haven't established what drugs they were on. Uh, a nice little, a nice little bundle, I think. Yeah, a little, a little cocktail of <laughs> of hallucinogenic, a little mystery pill. <laughs> but um, um, uh, some of the the ca- the action scenes I thought were just completely insane and nonsensical. Yeah, absolutely. There's a point where there's a shootout happening, and some guy throws a stick that's on fire, and a guy notices it in the air and just shoots it with a shotgun, and that puts the fire out. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Yeah, apparently shoot, shooting an bit, airborne um, flame will put it out. <laughs> it felt a bit slapstick for a western, didn't it? It was lacking a degree. It's of a comedy decorum. It, is it though? It just didn't know they're what it wanted to do. Supposed man. to be. They're supposed to be like cowboys. Are supposed to be cool. They're supposed to be like old-fashioned superheroes yeah. that people like kids want to be. And that I didn't want to be these guys. Nothing about them. Although there is a sick line that Danny Danny Glover gives, which is, "It's like now I don't want to kill you, and I don't think you want to die either." And I just thought that is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. There's, do you know what? This film got one laugh out of me and I feel bad about it. What was it? Um, it was as Kevin Costner was walking away from his sister's house and his nephew was there. And Kevin Costner said, I can't, I can't be bringing a kid with, with a grown adult all day. And the kid just says, well, who's the grown adult? And it's not a good joke, but no. it did make me laugh. I laughed when the uh, internet connection went down and I stopped watching it. <laughs> And I stood up and I applauded. I gave it an eight-minute standing ovation. A little respite of freedom. <laughs> and everyone just dies immediately in this film. Oh, the, yeah. Mm. There's actually there's a, very a small good... puncture in their body in any way. They just hit the floor. Ugh, yeah. And dead. Yeah. yeah, it's very quick. Disposable. But... Disposable lives. 
Um, um, I do want to point I... out... Oh, sorry. sorry. No, go on. I just wanted to bring up the one quote I wrote down that I liked from this You film. do that. You do that. Uh, it was um, when, they, when they arrive in the first little town and they're talking to John Cleese of Monty Python, who is the sheriff oh, yeah. of the town. Um, uh, John Cleese, who, by the way, his thoughts and opinions about the world have not aged well, so don't follow him no. on Twitter. They have, not, um, they have not. Another one bites the dust. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, uh, uh, Scott Glenn talks to him and says, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for a young fella full of juice about my size. <laughs> I'm looking for a young fella full of juice about... Oh. I can't do the cowboy accent. Oh, my God. But I, want I you knew to it know was going to come out. Yeah. I, know, I was so upset when I saw we had to watch a Western man. We don't have many other Westerns, do we? Yeah, I really hope not. I, I actually don't know, but just we'll see. And I know Seb's holding this back as well. He's trying to hold some sense of decorum on this podcast. I'm being very restrained. Because <laughs> I lived with this boy when he was playing Red Dead Redemption 2 for a couple of weeks, and it was insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's all this film made me want to do, was play it again. It's uh, a good game, actually. There's a point it's where a better Scott Western than this is. I, <laughs> I, I can't agree. talk to you about Red Dead anymore. Uh, <laughs> Uh, there is a point in this film where Scott Glenn, after he has his heroic return of taking off his head bandage, oh god, he, yeah, uh, is talk. He goes and rescues this kid and finds out that his friend died by falling off a horse off a cliff. That's his brother, number one. Okay, it's his brother, and he laughs. Yeah, he, he said he laughs at the dead horse. No, he, no, his brother he, fell off a horse off a cliff. He's and also he's just a horse like, in that. Because he I think he cares more about his brother than the horse. Probably. He doesn't believe that Jake, Kevin Costner, would have fallen off a horse to die. So he was like, something's amiss here. Which is, and then, like, ten seconds later, we see, we see Kevin Costner is alive and well in a, in a, in a, oh. in a, what do you call it? What's the big, what's the big farm building called? A barn. And there's, there's also a point where he's swinging on the rafters of a barn. Yeah, to, to and then lands on a someone. woman. Yeah, he lands on a woman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe how much this film just went, just bended around me, refracted yeah, so around my ears. I, and eyes. I honestly can't, I honestly can't remember any of it. Um, I found an interesting review of it, though. Go. Oh, yeah. I'd like to read it out. Hit me. Okay. I'm just, okay, so just try and picture the person that wrote this. As I read it, can you give me a mental image of the person? Well, I have no idea. Who, what I, do you? What do you imagine? Yeah, what do you? I'm imagining for some reason. I'm imagining like, um, a small, mousy librarian. Mm, okay. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay. I don't know why. It could be a guy. I don't know why I'm imagining. I'm thinking this. of just a mouse librarian. So yeah, a mouse librarian. Yeah. yeah. I love this movie so much oh. that I got tired of renting it and bought a copy. Wow. I tell anyone who asks, it's the Western for 12-year-old boys of all ages. <laughs> I'd, guess, I'd guess that women would also enjoy it for no other reason than the superb male cast. I think of a film that has... I can't... Sorry. I can't think of a film that has greater depth. I'm doing my phone voice, aren't I? Yeah, it's fine. It works. Because <sighs> you're doing a role. It's cool. <laughs> I love the humour woven through the episodes of action and buddyhood and nearly buddyhood. fell off my seat laughing when John Cleese first appeared on screen. What? His first line is an all-time great, right up there with Tommy Lee Jones's My My, What a Mess in The Fugitive. I won't quote it in case you haven't seen the film, you just quoted it. 
if you want to be... Oh, no, she's talking about the, the quote oh, in this yeah. film. All he says is, what's all this then? Which is just like a quote from Monty Python's Flying well, She circus. loves it. The slow, my mouse librarian's getting Liam, off on it. That's, that's, <laughs> that's why it was funny. Yeah. If you want to be thoroughly entertained for a couple of hours and don't require powerful social import in your viewing choices, I recommend Silverado strongly. Actually, the relationship of Danny Glover and the main protagonists, plural, is socially important. So enjoy that too. Oh my God. I think Thank that you, was written librarian. by a simp. <laughs> She's been sectioned. She's... <laughs> she gave this film eight out of ten stars. Man. I don't know why I've assumed it's a woman. Probably a man. It's, it's, it's almost definitely a man because at one point it does say, I have to assume women would like it too because of the male yeah. cast. Yeah. You can be a male mouse librarian. It's 2020. Yeah. For fuck's sake. Get with it, Seb. Beth? Uh, True Bloom, what, what do we do? Not, not much. <laughs> I gave it four out of ten because although he, I think, was maybe evil. <laughs> well. Uh, Is he evil? Uh, it's, it's. He's not evil. He's I, friends I, with the uh, the bar owner. But then he gets stabbed. He did by try someone and who shoot. I think is meant to be good. He, he doesn't shoot someone. I remember that. But he did. He's going to shoot he, someone. He, he tried doesn't. to shoot Danny Glover, and Danny Glover stabbed him instead. No, he he go, he reaches down and he he pulls out the knife from his to sock, stab him. and then he puts it back. Puts it back. No, no. no right, doesn't. right at the end, he gets killed by Danny Glover for trying to shoot oh, sorry, Danny no. Glover. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Um. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I'm, just... I'm sorry. I'm thinking about St. Ives and uh, <laughs> and uh, no, not St. I- not St. Ives. I'm thinking about Death, Death Wish, Wish Three. Nice. Death Wish Four. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, real smooth. Yeah, I just Death thought. <laughs> just cut all that out, please. Please just cut all of that. No, out. I'm going to loop it twice. <laughs> um... Put a ten-hour version on YouTube <laughs> and then play it. Yeah, so I gave it four out of ten because I thought Jeff he had a bit of a he had a bit of style and grace about him. He did have style and. He smirked in a good way. Yeah, you know what? I gave him a three solely for the smirks. Mm. The smirks good were good. Smirks. Well, I've I've gone four, so we're all on about the same level, and not. And I always give one or two below you guys anyway, because yeah. my standard is generally lower, <laughs> higher, <laughs> lower or higher. <laughs> it's something. Um, I gave it. I gave it a five for craft. What? Ah, I, I match you there. I get a three. But actually, now I'm going to think about it. Why the fuck did I give it a five? Yeah, it's half. Some of the... Yeah, no, not half. It's not even half of a Western. <laughs> no, it's not. I, I changed that to a two. Wow. Wow. Brave. I'd quite like this to be the last one on the Linda board, if I'm honest. Uh, yeah, that was in my mind. I was like, I hope this is last. But and I, I hope didn't... it stays there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope that... I really hope this is as bad as it gets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we've got worse actually to come. But oh god, the uh, late eighties. Yeah, I think they there's, there's a film about a vampire coming up soon, so we'll see what happens. No, that I'm into. Um, it. I'm into it. Yeah, but you're into Western Seb, and look where we this are. This was a bad one, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, I gave it three out of ten. Yeah, okay. Um, Change mine to a three, Seb. What instead of a two? Oh no, to a two. I thought I said five. You did, and then you said instead I want to give it a two. Oh yeah, two. Stick with two. Okay. Um, and put a chuck in a two for enjoyability for me because this film was cockpiss partridge, mate. I absolutely hated it. <laughs> cockpiss partridge. Uh, I gave it a one for enjoyability, wow. and I don't know why. I think it's the smirks again. Just the smirks. I always enjoy when I get a bit of Jeff. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we if we were to. 
do a podcast about Jeff Goldblum and then rate any of his films zero out of ten for enjoyability, he'd probably be really upset with us. I uh, I feel like he has enough uh, creative integrity to be able to look back on this yeah. and be like, that was a bit of a beef. We kind of beef that one, lads. Mm. Yeah, and cr- cr- I mean, we do that, don't we? With with everything I make immediately everything afterwards, we do. yeah, of course. Yeah. And halfway through and abandon it and never get anything. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, criti- criticism is not a negative thing. It's a, it's a, sign, I just it's never, a sign of love. I never start anything because I know it's going to be bad, so I just don't. And then I save myself the trouble of going, this is getting oh, too that real. was bad. That's really this is clever. too real, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a genius. Uh, well, yeah. I'm, I'm just running the numbers for you, and then I'll have where this sits on the leaderboard. Well, this is the 18th film we've watched. And it's the 17th film on the board. Oh. What's come below? Is it Nashville? St. Ives. Fuck off. Was St. Ives bad? I can't I even remember. I love St. Ives, man. Beth, you scored it, it. You I scored hijacked it so it. low. I, what, what were my yeah, scores? You, you gave you, it a one, a two, and a one. <laughs> you juiced me on that big time, man. It's because I had to watch uh, two fucking films because I watched the wrong film and then I was in That's a sour mood. That's on you, mood. bud. I was in a sour mood and I allowed the sourness to... Uh, render my It's unprofessional answers. and churlish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna... I think I want to bring in a new rule. Okay. That I think each of us get one opportunity throughout the entire existence of this podcast to, like, veto and change a film's ranking. Well, all of the ranking. No, just you get to change the ranking of one film. But for all of us. Yeah. For the leaderboard. At one point throughout this whole podcast, we only get to do it once, but you'll get to think, if you're really pissed off about where a film is, you get to change it. But don't blow your load too early, because there may be another thing that will come 20 films from now that really pisses you off. I wish I'd known this before, because I would have put Annie Hall at number one just to piss you guys off. (laughs) And I would immediately use my one to put it (laughs) past. down to Seb and he would just get whatever film he wants I don't know I don't know if this is I feel like doesn't this go against the whole concept of us ranking them fairly yeah but Jeff likes jazz and you can't predict jazz there are no rules in a bit of jazz Wow, it's all, this about, is it's all so about the films you don't watch. Multi-leveled and meta. I love it. <laughs> so spe- speaking of things that are a little bit meta, this is our first on-screen Jeff death. Uh. No, no, bullshit. He gets eaten by uh, invasion the, of the body snatchers. Invasion of the body oh snatchers. god, damn it! You're right. He gets choked out. He does. And I, I know because as You're soon as wrong, I saw sir. this one, I got a flashback to the last one. It was horrible. I think I, and I got a flashback to Liam saying that boy got choked out, <laughs> and he did. just said it again. And I already had a flashback. I think I had blocked today. that out of my memory because I had no memory of that. This film has weakened me today. My brain <laughs> is really running slow. Well, ignore me then, Liam. Come on. Right. Tagline or gagline? Taglines, like gaglines. That's the name of it. Gag I hate line. it. Gag, yeah, it's a gagline. What's a gagline? A line that's not real. Oh. Like, no, oh, gag's the... like a joke. Yeah. Oh, so it's a, like a farce. Okay, like sorry. this entire podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, Beth, you're right. We should call it taglines or farce lines. <laughs> <laughs> I need to stop like dissecting every creative decision we make. I cause... only thought about that ten minutes ago, so we can very easily veto that. No, no, I support but it. Three taglines, one's real, two have been written by me. Number one, four strangers became friends, four friends became heroes on the road to Silverado. That's too that long. That sounds like the tagline for um uh the snow globe film. 
I swear it's the same thing. It's like the four snow guys globe film. Friends. Um, sorry, the big no, chill. The big chill. <laughs> four. That had like twelve people in, didn't it? Yeah. yeah probably. <laughs> sorry, continue. Uh, number two, four guys on the ride of their life. Okay. Or number three, four strangers against a lawless town. The world is what you make it. The last oh, one this, is the real one. They're all so uninteresting. Yeah. I just don't even care. <laughs> this is probably the driest film we've watched, I think. Yeah, man. It's so dry. It's a fucking western. It's full of dust. And I, the script I, was full of th- dust. That also. joke came past my head and I let it go. <laughs> <laughs> and I fortunate it. <laughs> I did it so badly that I didn't even realise that it was a joke. Um, I'm going with no, number, this... number, number, th- give me a, give me three. What, four strangers against a lawless town, the world is what you make of yeah. it. Beth? Two. <laughs> you don't even give a shit, man. <laughs> Beth's clocked out. So you think four guys on the ride of their life. Why not? <laughs> Seb, we need to have a chat for sure. <laughs> uh, well, fuck this, but you're both wrong. Oh my god, every t- this is why I don't care, because I'm never right. Get better. But Beth, think of how sweet it will be how? when you can How am do I it. supposed to improve Because you don't care. My... You don't even try and think about it. You're like, you know what, it's number one, who gives a fuck? This whole thing's useless, we're all going to die, the sun is going to kill I'm us I'm sorry, all. I feel slightly existential after <laughs> watching a horrible film that was two hours and 90 days long. Twice. It, it's actually yeah. very relevant Why do for the conversation one and a half times? that we had um, a couple of episodes ago, Beth. So. Sorry, I'm just going to answer Liam. Oh, yeah, no, that's fine. You do that. Don't worry about me. Because I just didn't take it in the first time. What did you say, Sam? I was, you know, it's like only an episode or two ago we were talking about how how any film that's under an hour and a half is a short film and any film that's over an hour and three quarters is a long film. And this was like a very long film. I still steadfastly stand against that. Okay, well. Against my theory? Yeah. Beth, I think we need to have a talk. <laughs> we all need to have a talk, and then I we all need to po- go This podcast ways. is in its dog days, man. <laughs> <laughs> we need, we need like a, we need to do like the whole, the whole standoff thing. We're all just stood doing a Mexican standoff, like yeah, holding microphones at each other. Yeah. Can you imagine how mad it would be if to shoot. we made a film and Jeff Goldblum was in it, and then we <laughs> reviewed our own film? What if we make a film about this podcast and Jeff Goldblum plays all three of us? <laughs> like a nutty professor style. Can I, can I take that up one more level? Please. What if, Jeff Gold, what if we make a film about this podcast and Jeff Goldblum has to replay all of the characters he's played in all of the films? <laughs> and also What if us? we... Okay, sorry, go on. No, that's it. Uh, what if we made a biopic about <laughs> Jeff Goldblum and... All of his, but the Bloomerverse version. The, the Bloomerverse version, and he lived the roles he's lived in these films in order that we predicted them. It's going to be like a Being John Malkovich sort of thing. Multi-layered. And I say that, yeah, having never seen Being John Malkovich. Yeah, it's a good film. Never actually. seen it. <laughs> no, it's such a good film, and I think we're on. To, I think we're onto something here. I think we could actually make a film. We could make this film. I think people would watch it. I will... and then people would listen to the podcast. Win-win. <laughs> <laughs> I admire your optimism, old Priv. <laughs> Sorry, um, this film has just put me in a dark place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't want to talk about it very much. And we've, we've Give me a Bloomerverse then, well. mate. We've done pretty well talking about it. What did you just say I was worried it would me? get to... I said, give me your Bloomerverse. 
So it's pretty, it's pretty clear that, I mean, literally when we, when we were talking about Bonsai, we said, we don't know, about, we don't know if Jeff has ever been a cowboy. Now we do. Yes. Mm. We do now know that Jeff was once a cowboy. Um, or, okay, sorry. No, no, please. Just if that was him, you know, dipping his toe into the old cowboy waters and uh, realised he loved the traps and was like, maybe I love the lifestyle. And I think what's happened is he, he doesn't love the lifestyle considering he got stabbed. Um, <laughs> but he did enjoy the fashion. Uh, and how do we just how do we explain his deaths? How do we weave? He that in? has to pretend he dies. Yeah, he waits for people to so walk away and then he gets out. up. Oh, um, sorry, because he is immortal. Yeah, yeah that's sorry, why his sorry. death scene in this was so fast because he's like, I don't want to really milk this one. It's been a long day. I don't you know, just give me a quick stab. I'll give you a little, uh, and then I'll go. Then when mm. old Danny Glover pops off, then I'll have a little wander and go over to Nashville or something. Mm. Become New Jersey. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's there's like a hundred and fifty years between those two things happening in terms of real world time. I mean, what's your point? When you say real world time, you mean within the films, yeah. not our real world. Yeah, between the films, yeah. because I mean, there was like in the in the films. Yeah, this is film, real this, world. Yeah, Silverado not in the real set world. Eighteen eighty six. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But you just said real world, Sorry. as in like Beth? real world. We're creating a lot of different fictions. <laughs> we have the real world in the films, and then we have our real world. Real world. And yeah. we need to be clear about which ones are which. Nothing in my life is clear after the last two hours and 12 minutes of Silverado. It was, I... it was not the best thing to watch <laughs> no. first thing today. It was not the best way to start a day. You both look like you're having a full-on <laughs> breakdown. <laughs> So I don't have anything else to say about this film. Man, I'm surprised we got this much out of it. We've been talking for a solid hour. Today has felt like three years. It felt really long, didn't it? I was stuck watching this film at 9am and I was late getting here because I was watching it. And I also and watched, it's the, nine o'clock. I watched the Buckaroo documentary thing today for the other episode and... I feel like I'm just never going to escape these movies. I had yeah. a bit of an ex existential moment today, specifically about Buckaroo, because we've had such an issue with those episodes. <laughs> and I thought I was done with that portion of my life. We need to just not think about that. And I watched that documentary and saw clips of the movie again, and I started to convulse. Mm. So, get that shit out of here. I think it's kind of a cool poster. Yeah. I, know, I mean, obviously, like, they tried to make it all cool. I kind of want to hang it up somewhere. Oh, have you actually got a poster? No, I just have the DVD. Oh, you should totally frame that. I feel like we're crossing territories again. We oh, need to finish yeah. this episode before um, we... So, uh, that's one. great. We've done good stuff. We're doing, uh, we're doing good sorry, work. Man. Liam, what are we watching next? Oh, shit. That's your job. Uh, I know. <laughs> um, this, this film... I don't want to keep blaming everything on it, but I just feel like it has knocked off my magnetic core. Mm. Uh, his name isn't Josh Goldblum. <laughs> no, that's his younger brother. Josh Goldblum. Does he have any brothers or sisters? I don't think so. But this I'm is gonna your job. Man. I'm gonna. Fi I'm gonna find out right now. Oh fuck my life! I think Jeff Gold. I think Josh Goldblum would definitely skate. Sorry. 
Beth, are you all right? I just heard you have a. I just a bit of I a forgot moment, I was though. wearing mascara and then I just did the old rubby <laughs> eyes. And I just rubbed chemicals nice. into my eyes. Bit like a got the old panda eyes. Yeah. Um, it's the first time in like three months I've worn it. He's got so many films to watch. Jesus it is Christ. Transylvania six five thousand. Oh, is yeah. that about vampires? Two reporters for a tabloid newspaper are sent to Transylvania to find the Frankenstein monster or get fired. That they sounds... are laughed at there, but something suspicious is going on. Could there be monsters, vampires, mummies, and werewolves? Uh, I'm guessing there's all of those. I hope so. Comedy, fantasy, horror. Imagine if they were. Imagine if they made a poster and they were like, "Ooh, could there be?" No, there is not. <laughs> and like you, you go and you watch the film and you just come out and the conclusion is no, the poster lied to us. Can I? And it looks like our man Jeff is front and center. Can I give you two some good to. juicy Jeff goss? Yeah, man, go ahead. So, this was the first film that he let the juice flow where he co-starred with a wife of his. Ah, Patricia. Like the one we just watched. Yeah, Patricia Gould, who I don't know who she played. Um, she presumably the only woman there, there that was, was under two, two women. Two women. There's yeah. Stella. There were three women. There were four women in this film. <laughs> no, that was not. That was one woman. There was, no, there was two women. Max. There was the woman who said she would one day not be pretty. Um, yeah. there, she must have been his wife. There was it couldn't have been the other one. There was Scott Glenn's sister. I honestly have no recollection of her. There was girl. Linda Hunt, who was Stella, the barkeep. <laughs> And there yeah. was the blonde woman that Kevin Costner was flirting with. Also, don't remember that. Uh, he's the one. She's the one he landed on. Sure. Um, is that what landed on? Is in like married? Is no. That... <laughs> no, as in like backflipped off a barn rafter. To... Oh, physically yeah. landed. Yeah. On. yeah, yeah. So it was um, some middle class slang for so you marry someone. So Jeff was <laughs> Jeff was married to Patricia Gould for this film, and. In in Which the next that? in the next film was she was she the one who was like the hills are prettier than me but I won't be pretty may, maybe um, oh my this film put me in a fugue state but but after this film they divorced so take from that what you will um, wow and then he ended up marrying his co star in Transylvania six five thousand who will meet <gasps> next week that is juicy um, and she hang. stars across from him in the fly Chemistry. and Earth, Earth Girls are easy as well and her name is Gina Davis who you will definitely ah. recognise. Yeah, I know yeah. Gina Davis. Awesome. Um, they're not married now. He has a new wife again. He does. How many wives has he had? I believe it's it's third time's the charm. This is the third man, wife he's currently on. Yeah, and he's got two kids with them as well. Yeah. He's just been, he's become a dad later in life, and this is why he's now got a whole new sense of wonder and uh, like childlike bewilderment about the world, because he's now a dad. That's great. Cool. Um, cool. Yeah, that's it, I guess. Yeah, I feel like I should apologise for what this film has made this episode become. <laughs> hey, it, look, we got to own it. We're going to come back next time and we're going to have pizzazz. Yeah, next we, time we'll poop on it, I swear. We're going to have zest. We're going to have panache. We're going to have goulash. I've lost... You're just reading your middle class picnic <laughs> menu. Uh, actually, Beth, I These had are falafels. all the things you had on a crostini this morning. <laughs> I did have some. I'm not going to say this out loud. Don't worry about it. Yeah, let's end this fucking garbage. Yeah, why are we Please. still talking? I can't do this anymore. Surely we're not going to use any of this. Thank everyone. Thank you very much for watching. We're on Instagram at Forever and Bloom or Forever and Bloom at gmail.com. Please, I don't know why you would after this, but please share this show around if you can. 
Really helps us get more listeners and listen on Spotify if you can, because that really helps. Um, Jeff, I'm not even going to ask you this time. Do you know what I have one thing to say? What? I don't want to be a cowboy, baby. Oh, for fuck's sake. Right, bye. <laughs> <laughs>